Hi everyone, you're listening to the Multifamily Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Koo, and this is the show where I interview investors to find out how they found their rhythm and created their own sound investments. Enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Multifamily Artist Podcast, the show where I interview multifamily real estate investors and discuss how they found their rhythm and created their own sound investments. Today, we are bringing back the Adam Carswell. If you want to hear about his story, this is not the episode you got to listen to. This is all about action items. And today, we're going to be talking about raising capital. And then also, let's say you wanted to launch your own podcast, how you can do that. So welcome back to the show, Adam. Taylor, thank you for having me back. Having a blast here. Awesome. So uh, yeah, let's let's just dive right into it. I make the decision. You know what? I want to learn how to raise capital. Where would you suggest I start? <laughs> yeah, great question. You know, uh, we were, we talked before I hit record what I was going to say, and now I'm having a few things come to mind for me. Like, wait, well, I think I actually do have a specific answer to you on that <laughs> one. So, uh, as we all know, niching down, like we I, we hear it all the time, niche down, niche down. In the niches are the riches, etc. And it's true. It's plain and simple. It's true. Uh, I look at our group. Uh, again, I'm wearing my shirt here today. If you're watching video, Raise Masters. Uh, this is from our retreat. Actually, we were just in Austin, Texas, not too long ago. But there's a lot of members in our group who have seen massive amounts of success over the past year. And for the most part, not always, right? I guess you can find ways in which where you don't niche down and it does serve you. But for the most part, it's the individuals who have decided, okay, this is who I've been called to serve. I'm going to go after this demographic. And what ends up happening is even people who aren't in that demographic for whatever reason will still be attracted to the person who has become the person of that thing. Mm-hmm. Even bigger p- perspective here, I'll even drop this. Now it's coming, this is hitting me here too. Raise Masters, Hunter and I, we like to joke and say, and I'm sure over time, you know, competition and such, it'll happen. But like, we like to say we're the, we're the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers because we're the only mastermind <laughs> for elite capital raisers. <laughs> so it's been cool because, you know, there's a lot of groups out there that have that capital raising component, but like that's that's literally what we are. We are the money raising group. It's not just for real estate either, business acquisition, VC, startups, nonprofits, et cetera. The list goes on. We've got a lot of different members. But anyways, that's the beauty of niching down. You get clear on who you're called to serve. Everything else kind of starts to fall in place. So if you're thinking about raising money, start thinking, okay, um, do I am I doing it for real estate? Or as I mentioned, business acquisition, etc. cetera. Um, once you decide, okay, maybe real estate, is it going to be multifamily or office? If you go with office, is it going to be office in the Southeast or California or the Midwest? Once you decide the Southeast, you can go even further. Is it going to be office only in Tampa, Florida? You know, you can really get specific. And I think if you're just getting started, it can be really hard to just be like, okay, I'm going to commit to this one market. But again, I just think of the people that I know that are crushing it. And it's just like, that's a really good way to get going fast right out of the gates is just get clear on who you call to serve and uh, what type of product it's going to be or service it's going to be. From there, you know, really to get some more nuanced, like detailed questions answered that you can actually get answered. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to uh, give Taylor a link to our Facebook group. It's the Raising Capital for Real Estate Facebook group. Uh, that's the title of, of my business partner, Hunter's book. Uh, you can also go to raisingcapitalforrealestate.com if you want. Just go ahead and get the book there. But that group is kind of serving as like a middle ground between like free <laughs> and raise masters, which is our paid mastermind. So we just want to cultivate an environment of capital raisers and people asking a lot of questions that normally like... like There's a lot of questions out there that there's not a lot of clarity for just because of the nature of the industry. And our goal is to fulfill that that void, which is getting clarity on how specifically should you be raising money. It's what we do. So I'll get you that. I've also got a uh, 
I should, I'll get it over to Taylor too. One other resource, which is a link to a, a webinar that we've done, a webinar replay on Raise Masters. So if you really want to like, yo, I think I want to sign up for Raise Masters right now type of like vibe, <laughs> that would be the best link for you because it'll ultimately, ultimately lead you to a phone call with me and we can see if you're a good fit. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. Cool. Awesome. Now, if you wanted to start your own podcast, start your own show, steps on doing yeah. so. So this one, this one, I really do feel like I can speak at length to. I've got three, actually four, no, yeah, four mentees that have either launched their own show or about to launch their own show, depending on when we go live here with this one. And um, you know, the number one uh, thing that I'm leaning towards is if you want to launch your own podcast, um, niching down is important. You can look at Taylor's show as an example; like he's kind of made it clear, like who again, who he's been called to serve, and I'm sure. He's had other people on the show before who aren't necessarily multifamily investors, but like, you know, just good people to interview. So like, I say that because you want to niche down, but just realize like, because you niche down, you shouldn't just limit yourself to like one topic. Cause otherwise that can be really stressful. I know it sounds kind of like counterintuitive, but I've just seen it multiple times where people have someone on their show that really has nothing to do with the title. And guess what? Listeners really don't care that much. (laughs) So so niche down on your show, um, get clear on your messaging, et cetera. I just had to had to check the door there for a second. And, and yeah, I think the best way to get started with, with podcasting, it, it sounds very simple, guys. But once you get that, that niche focus of the direction you want to go with, just press record. Don't kill yourself trying to get a fancy camera, fancy light, all this stuff. I mean, that comes over time. And if you really want to like, you know, make a great first impression, cool. But I just think what I've seen holds so many people back from starting their own show is they're just waiting for everything to be perfect before they press record. And, you know. In this day and age, like especially the quality of the laptops or whatever it is coming out, yeah, one of my one of my mentees just does her show on her MacBook. That's it. No microphone, no, not even any headphones. She just uses the MacBook. And as time goes by, like she's gonna get better. She's gonna buy a microphone, all this other stuff. But shout out to Courtney, Courtney Stone, TGIF <laughs> with with Courtney is a new show coming to Dream Chasers. Um, she's finally gotten the courage to just go ahead and press record and start doing the show. And I look back at my own podcasting journey. If you listen to the interview I did with Taylor, we kind of talked about this. Is like I just wanted to interview someone for the sake of doing an interview. And next thing you know, <laughs> we have a podcast. So um, I know it's super cliche and kind of sounds simple, guys. But just press the record button. Just do it. And that's the first step. Wow. It, it, yeah. No, actually, that's like really... Uh... It's insightful and also like very comforting too, just to know that you don't have to have all this fancy equipment. Cause like, I, I feel like when people first listen and say like, Oh, I want to start a podcast. They automatically think like, Oh, I need a studio. I need the best mic. I need a, a boom mic stand that I need a camera. And, and so just getting started slowly, but surely whether it's interview based or not, just hitting record and just like trying it out. And, yeah. and, and the, the beauty forward. of like the beauty of podcasting is look like you're, your first episodes, like that over time, they are going to be your, you know, worst episodes. You might have a good guest or have a few points in there that are still like monumental, right? But like on your own journey, like we had Whitney Sewell come and speak at Raise Masters recently. And he's like, man, I can't even, like, I can't even find the strength to go back and listen to my first hundred episodes. Like they're so bad <laughs> compared to, he's at like a thousand episodes now, right? So, yeah. and that's the power of podcasting too. Let me, I use my boy Whitney as an example all the time, just because his his platform is just so phenomenal. If you want to figure out Taylor, I'll, I'll drop you my my archive of uh, I got like a, a resource bank of all the best interviews to listen to to uh, be, to launch your show, and one of Whitney's is in there. And um, 
it's actually an interview he did on Hunter's show. And he's like, if I had to go back all over again, like what would I do differently? He's like, instead of releasing seven episodes a week, I'd try and release 10 episodes per week. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, like, yeah. And that's, that's the best in the business saying that he went from no one knowing who he is roughly three years ago to somebody that you have to know in yeah. three years. And you got to go out of balance a little bit with your life in order to kind of get to that level. But I can tell you right now, after two years of doing a show every day, Whitney's life was changed forever. So you just can't underestimate how important it is to just hit that record button for the first time and get it on YouTube if you can. That's my other hack for a lot of listeners. I know it's fancy and sexy to get on Apple and Spotify, whatever. If you're bootstrapping this thing, there's no better platform that I've seen. And I don't think... I mean, maybe I heard TikTok's trying to make a run at YouTube, whatever, right? But (laughs) there's no better evergreen platform out there than YouTube. For example, I have a couple of videos that I did maybe three, four, five, six years ago, out of nowhere, just start getting views. You know, I had like 10 views for the past mm-hmm. five years, and then all of a sudden it takes off. Why? <laughs> because because YouTube's the ultimate evergreen beast right now. So if you're gonna put your content anywhere, you upload it on YouTube, like I said, you get two or three views. Like just don't ever let that make Stop you feel it. defeated. Uh, That's the best place to archive your content if you uh, if you want to go that direction, kind of starting from scratch. Now, let's say somebody wants to start out and what let's wants to be the next Adam Carswell or wants to be the next Whitney Sewell, then how would you recommend someone to like separate themselves from from the pack with like how many, I mean, how many real estate podcasts are there? Does or does that even matter? Dude, I think uh you're gonna like this. Someone who's getting ready to maybe launch their own show. It's so it's really actually is a really simple answer, guys. And everyone here actually probably already knows the answer, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Don't stop. Just keep going, right? Like (laughs) I've met so many people over the years who have launched a show and for whatever reason, fizzles out. Um, They get tired. It really is when you start podcasting, you have to be aware that being a podcaster is different than being someone who listens to podcasts. You are officially saying, okay, I'm going to open my life to a new job. (laughs) Like you're creating a new job for yourself for the most part. And I actually have a really... Now I think about it. If you're someone who really feels strapped for time, but you got the money to put down to launch your own show, I've got a really good contact who um, basically has a one-stop shop podcasting agency. Personally, I don't you know I don't work with them just because I've got a system built up at this point that's pretty automated and I'm grateful for it. It wasn't always that way. It was actually only like that way within the past year. Before that, I was doing all of it, a lot of it myself. But um, if you are someone who's kind of along the journey a little bit of a ways and you got you know between one to two grand to throw down per month, I've got a great one-stop shop option for you. But but back to your point though, it's you know, plain and simple, just keep going, don't stop. MC Laubscher, who's the host of the Cashflow Ninja, he doesn't release episodes as frequently as he used to, but he said he noticed now that he's built up this reputation, whenever he does release an episode compared to like where he was three years ago, he like he'll release one and that thing will just get views. Like it just takes off. And he's like, man, why is that? Well, it's because I've been putting in the work for the past four years. So the everyone's ready to listen when it goes out. So wow. stick with it. Get ready to commit. Stick with it, guys. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thank you for the, for the insight and the knowledge, Adam. And you know, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they get a hold of you again? Best way to get in touch. Um, you know what? I was well, you guys can check out my website. It's carswell.io. That's got that'll put you in touch with me via email. If you want to just shoot me a message directly. I'll, <laughs> so my website is under construction right now. Again, depending on as this goes out, I might have some new things up there. I'm trying to revamp a few things. So anyways, this is me um, venting and not getting to the point. <laughs> Adam at carswell.io. That's the best way. It's my email. Hit me up. 
Got it. And that'll be in the show notes. Adam, thank you so much for, for hopping on to the show again. So many beautiful golden nuggets that, you know, my listeners can take with, and even, even myself can take with too. And because I, I had a little bit of a podcasting hiatus just because I wanted to get my first deal under my belts. And so now that that's, you know, happening now I can like, now I'm starting oh. to record and get things moving. So congratulations, man. Thank that's you. the beauty guys of podcasting too. Like if you do it with the level of consistency that, that Taylor has, it's a machine that doesn't, that doesn't stop. And before you get out of here, I'll give a great, great quote from my buddy, Adam, Dr. Adam Gawa of GawaCrowd.com. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know him, go to GawaCrowd.com and t- check him out. He's like, marketing is like a, it's like a good workout, but it's actually better than a workout because with a good piece of content, a good piece of marketing, you could do a great workout three, four, five, 10 years ago, and it will still be working for you in the same way to this very day. And I was like, man, that's a great piece of information. So get content out there. You never know what seed is going to turn into a massive tree one day. Great piece of information. Also a great British accent too. Got to take note of that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks, Adam. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got any value out of the show, I'd greatly appreciate if you leave a rating and review on iTunes to help others receive that same value. If you're looking to learn more on how to passively invest in apartment buildings or self-storage assets, click on my link in the show notes to learn more. Thanks and I'll see you next time.